Go Loud presents Read the Room. So I was walking down now, so I was like, I'll eat my banana now. And I don't eat a banana for rocket away, I break bits off. Cause, and two lads, two lads in high vis vest walk back. One went, Way. The other guy went, Shut up. Oh, oh, old school. That's Ireland today. That's brilliant, Ireland. I know. That's d- yesterday and today. I know. All right, good on them. Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Hello there, I'm Paddy Courtney and you're listening to Read The Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week. Where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a bleeding zeus failed to do just that. Paddy, do you know what two words are amongst the most dreaded and frightening in the English language? Boris Johnson. <laughs> no. Electricity bill. <laughs> you're around. You're... <laughs> okay. No, but okay. they're all probably top ten. School reunion. Ah, here, come on. Nobody wants to hear school reunion. Shivers. Let's just read the room. Right, so, school reunions. I've got to ask the question. From my point of view, are they a thing? Did you actually go to school? Because sometimes your school stories change so dramatically. It sounds like a cover-up. Okay, yeah. So when me and Charlie Chaplin were back... (laughs) um, I I, I spent most of my years in school trying to get out of school or stay out of school. So either whether it was why I had an accident in first year in school and didn't go back for ages or I was on the Mitch all the time. I loved Mitching from school. Kids I was such a, I was such a good kid. Yeah. I'd love to pretend I was a rebel. Even when I mitched, and I mitched in sixth year a fair bit, but I fake mitched. We <laughs> we were doing myself and my friend were doing this art project, and we'd built a little miniature set to do stop motion animation, and you couldn't bring it to school. So we said to her, and because we were both very good at one particular subject, the teacher and that subject gave us a, basically an exempt form for Friday afternoons. We were like, we're going to mitch off with our exempt form from the teacher. All right. You're such <laughs> I geeks. You, I thought you said, when you mitched off, you did this little project no, on the side. We like didn't. So we're, we let's didn't. not be in school, but also be in school. Well, what we did, well, was it second or third year that we went in the mitch? It was only three or four of us uh, at the time. And um, we're just good pals and just kind of, we knew our stuff. We were decent enough in school, but we just didn't like being in school. It was a Christian Brothers school and they were all into the gang. And if you didn't play guy, you were into the gang. Did you and play guy? Uh, in primary school, not in... Um, that's another story I'll tell you one day. Okay. So I was with... Gee, I'll, I'll tell you now. No, I'll tell no. you Okay, right. I played for a team called Whitehall oh. Cullum Kills when I was a bye, uh, up to uh, sixth or seventh class um, because I was in St. Ficris in Beaumont. When I joined Arts Coloration in Griffith Avenue, the diktat was you must join St. Vincent's. I went like... Even as a child, I knew that you're supposed to stay with your parish team. And that was born and bred into you. And because I was pretty decent. Cardinal rule with those I was pretty it? decent, like, like as a kid, Don't like, you team. know, right corner forward with my hurley stick. But these lads were just going, you need to join our team. And I was like, I can't, you can't do that. And then I was kind of bullied by the teachers, bullied by the Christian brothers into doing this. And I just went, lads, do you know what, do you know what's more oh, interesting geez. than ga? So you were, girls. you were bullied out of ga? Yeah, well, Gosh, not really. I discovered girls. I was kind of 13, 14. Girls like didn't that. work yeah. out well either, did they? Anyway, let's move on. Oh yeah, sorry. School reunion. So I think maybe you just haven't been told about your school reunions. That's the question. Like I'm wondering like, because I, I honestly want to put a shout out. Like if this is radio, <laughs> I'd like a phone now. Now we're at read the room at go loud. Now, um, the, the thing about it is, like, uh, 
Maybe, Did anybody maybe from our school reach in Griffith Avenue ever have a school reunion? Maybe That's my question to the an world. an alumni group to set it up. I don't know. In my school, the ones you go to, it's, it's every decade. It's 10, 20, 30, 40. My dad, who went to school in, in Wexford, he didn't have the happiest time in school. I was in so his class. It, t- <laughs> <laughs> it took him till his 50th. He went to the 53 and he was like, you know what, I think the time is right to go. But 50? See who's left. Right. I was going to say that. Um, that. Yeah, and actually I think it was quite poignant and, and he enjoyed it. But before then, you have to be ready, I think. Because school is, like school is, it's a tricky time. So are you in the same later on at year 10, at year 20, at well, year 30? Well, I think 30? year 10. Year 10, let's, you're probably somewhere between 27 and 29, depending on how bright you were as a kid. So what year did you do your inter- Or what age did you do your I was 17. I was 16. That's too young. Way too young. Yeah, yeah. I I even even seventeen was too young. I was I was I turned eighteen in the August before I started college. But I don't know. I think that everyone doing a leaving cert should be forced to take a year out and go and work, work in a shop, not just travel. But that's transition. Though, that's still, I didn't I have transition. No, nor did we. Like no, but that's different. Yeah, that's I think travel. Of, forget working a shop. That, go and travel. No, but who's going to pay for that? No, go and get a bit of life experience. Go and work. And also, if you have to go and do crappy jobs, it gives you work ethic and it gives you the impetus to go and do something else. Right, I'll see that and I'll raise you. The people we had in for transition year in the jobs I used to have and in this studio here, and they were useless. But that's different. So they, no, that is don't, basically they don't a year on the Mitch. I'm talking about when you finish school, you don't have the safety net of knowing you're going back to fifth year or whatever you'd have to transition year. If you finish school and you go out and you get a job in a fast food restaurant or cleaning, whatever it is, and you go, I don't really want to do this for the next uh, 50 years. I might go back. Then you think of what you actually want to do. Transition years is a bit of a joke. It's I think travel, travel is the number one thing. It is. Yeah, I know who's going to pay for it. You're right. But you're if right, someone but. hands you a round the world ticket, that's just completely entitled. Like I worked for a year after college and I saved up to get my flight to Australia. And then I did a, came a litany of shit jobs. Oh, Jesus, the worst. Picking <laughs> th- chilies. When you pick the chilies, don't touch your eyes or your genitals. Thanks. <laughs> First. <laughs> is that your eyes? <laughs> right. I yeah. I like or yeah. But work anyway, really hard, people. Or you could end up so posting a podcast. Your teenage years are really tough for most people. They're really tough. And when you get to adulthood, that old version of you might not be someone that you are necessarily happy with or fond of or That's even recognise. Then the question: Why revisit and I think it now? in my mid-40s, I can look back and I can see teenage me and I can see her idiosyncrasies and her insecurities and I feel a bit sorry for her in many ways. But I didn't particularly like her for many years. So my tenure reunion, I was actually abroad for that. Oh, right. Yeah, right. <clears throat> well, no, I actually uh, was We'd abroad. like to invite you. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. One way, one way. I'll worry about it later. Um, I didn't go. The 20th one, um, I could have gone and I chose not to. Okay. Um, but and I guess my next one now will be the 30th one. But then can I ask the question, can you remember who instigated or initiated the invite? Who was it? And if you were back in school back in the day, would you go, hmm, classic them to That's come up with a, a, a classic reunion? Classic Beth move. There was uh, no one called Beth in my year. Just all right, though. But you know what I mean? It's like I could, I think in my head, I could think of the person who would like yeah. to organise Well, as far as I know, go, probably a past pupils union in the school organised it years ago. Now everything is done through Facebook. Um, so even the tenure one, I we I saw it on Facebook pop up and my stomach kind of lurched, yeah. which is such a strange okay. visceral reaction. School and the thing does about that. school reunions as well is, it's I think it's the one place if you and I I think I don't have a gang of friends. I was a bit of a loner in school. I had kind of one friend and one other friend. I didn't have a big gang. I didn't do this post leaving sir big girls holiday to a beat. I didn't do any of that. I tried to get onto one then. So did you? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like Paddy Not again, stick on Paddy. <laughs> Hi, Patricia. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Salut les filles. We're in Spain, not France. Shit, shit. So, um, but I was imagining you on the girls' holiday sorry. with your beard on a wig and a bikini. Um, so I, I, and I, nobody was ever awful to me in school. I wasn't really unhappy in school. I also wasn't really happy in school. But it's the one place you can't really hide. Because if you're in a room full of, say, 20, 40, 50, 100 people who were in your year in school, they are your exact contemporaries. Right. Everything, age, teenage years, those experiences. It's also, actually, there was one girl I met, I won't say her name because she works in telly, but um, she said to me, she said, I can't go to mine because she said, I've, every year I've taken a couple of years off my age and now I'm technically five years younger. <laughs> so she said, I can't go to the class <laughs> of 95. <laughs> it's like, you were 12 when you uh, left school? great. But the big thing is, the, it's the curiosity of what's happened to people. Like physically, emotionally, like, you know, has the school hunk turned into a, oh, I don't want to insult people. What? You no. know, every, there was always a really attractive guy or girl in, in, the, in the school. Hello. Got all the attention, like <laughs> you. Unsure. <laughs> and it wasn't me. The one in our school. And she was also really nice. And I see her on Facebook now. And she's so, she's still so beautiful. Right. It's like, oh, didn't lose But then there are people then who are the kind of, pious prick suit like you know they you remember messing with them you remember smoking dope well back at the school sheds and having the crack and mitching off school and then they're kind of they live on top of a mountain in Tibet and kind of like they look down and kind of like really you're doing the, you're drinking alcohol oh my god you're breathing <laughs> yeah. in fumes of like well, go, you need to those, hear that those people like, but the thing is now the big revelation and the curiosity is kind of gone because everyone has a digital footprint. I mean, most people now are on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or all of the above. So we've seen each other get older and get married See, and get separated and get yeah. divorced and have kids or not have kids or move to Australia or become CEO of a FTSE 100 company. So there's no, the mystery's gone. Yeah, I agree with that. That like it's just. So then I ask the question, is there still a point in doing that? Now, there are still some people. I've never been to a full on everybody in the room together kind of a thing but there's there was pockets yeah. of pals that you kind of went oh yeah you know if somebody comes I'm living in, in San Francisco uh, how are you Mick that he'd come back uh, and say I'm back in the country for a week seeing all my family bored of them any chance we can go for a scoop and then we go okay give Stephen a ring in Waterford come up and so yeah. there's, there's a core lovely. group of people that you want to hook up with and have uh, pints and a crack with yeah. but not everybody there's people in the class that you kind of go like I, uh, one of these pints nights was listing out names of lads and going and you remember such and such did this thing and did that thing and go no I actually don't I can't I, there's names I, have, I actually I don't no remember memories. my friend Katie who I play tennis with you actually know her she um, she and I have a pretty good memory for things like other people say oh no you are my uh, like you're my memory bank for everything kind of pre the year 2000 but Katie was like do you remember that time you came to school in a wig and pretended that you were a foreign exchange student went no <laughs> and I was, apparently I was always up to like really silly shit and she remembers it really fondly and I don't know why I don't know looking for attention probably but I think I, when I see some groups on Facebook that are still, you see it's someone's 40th birthday and you go, oh, and they're with a gang from school. Then half me feels slightly sad that maybe I didn't keep in touch with them. And, you know, because I was asked to a few birthdays. The first, so the first 10 years went after you leave school. And I went away for a couple of years, came back. This is Maya reaching out. Do you want to you contact get, Maya? Yeah, you get the old, oh, it's my 30th and we're having it in this pub. Do you want to come? And I, I, don't know, I don't know what it was that I didn't, that I didn't take them up on it. Like maybe, maybe I'll go to the 30th one. Yeah. 
And the thing is, Do I you? know, and I don't know anyone who's regretted going. Some of them go, ah, it wasn't that great, it was okay. But then, like you say, it, it brings out the kid in you. So, And there was a gang of lads that I was so fond of in school. We were all in the same year for the whole six years. And they were all, they were really smart, kind, nice boys who were all a little bit geeky. Sorry, lads, but you know you were. And... I guarantee if I saw them, we'd be like, do you remember that? And do you remember Mr. Stewart's German class? And do you remember this? Would you but be also nice? We wondered then as well, do you revert to type? So like, you know, you may have been like, uh, oh, there's farty pants, don't be again. <laughs> like just fart at will. And then well, I can't do that now, lads. Or whatever it is. Or do you just go, well, this is me now. Or yeah. in order to, I don't know, re-ingratiate yourself with the people again, do you revert to back to you know with the silly messing yeah I don't know I admire then. people who are sort of so level in their in their confidence that they can just go back to these things and go take me as you find me right. and maybe it's taken me like Jesus well over 20 years to go ah oh, no I'm grand I'm grand the way I am because there was a guy I met and he would have been a very popular guy in school I don't identify him but he did a kind of niche he, had a, he went after a sort of niche career and he had to do other jobs to pay for that so I met him he was working in a cafe and I was chatting to him and the reading was coming up and he went no I'm not going because I don't want to have been working in a cafe and at the time I was like don't be ridiculous but now I look back and no I get that because yeah. there is still that what are you doing Judging, now yeah. And uh, it's funny because I always think that people can't, you can't hide anymore because everyone will find you. But my first ever boyfriend. Um, Father O'Malley. Father O'Malley. <laughs> no, his name was Carlos. And he's the only person we have not been able to track down. And I asked, there was like three Spanish the boys. The Jackal. Who, was the second name the Jackal? <laughs> <laughs> there were three lovely Spanish boys who came to our school for a year. and He was one of them. He was absolutely gorgeous. And the other two Spanish boys, I did find a face. I said, whatever happened to Big Carlos? It was a little Carlos and Big Carlos. <laughs> oh, shut up. It was to do with their height. <laughs> Oh, all right, okay. I didn't even go there. You dirty bitch. Okay, right. And I was only a kid, sure. I would know. I wouldn't know about that. And he de- he's got, there's no trace of him online love at it. all. I love and it. And it turned out he kind of opted out. If that's the right term, it's quite a cruel thing to say. He chose a different path in life and went, there's a really famous, um, God, like a hippie commune in Andalusia in southern Spain. <clears throat> kind of like a giant kibbutz. It's a really, I can't remember the name of it. It's a really famous one. Nice one. And he lives there apparently. And it's all kind of self-sufficiency and... I love it. Now, yeah. I remember one of the big broadsheets in the UK did a feature on it because, I don't know, there was imp- there was alleged drug use and things right. like that. Well, well, that's in a hippie commune. Mm, imagine like, it. Well, why isn't that hippie commune on Facebook? Because I want to see <laughs> yeah. what he looks like now. <laughs> because Tony has to cycle the bike in order to power up the generator to get the <laughs> <laughs> Facebook on. But isn't it interesting that someone who actually dropped off the radar do you know what the digital radar Mutual I admire respect. it I, think I love that, that do you know anyone who's done that there's people I know who like my ex-boyfriend always said to me God you, you just you just hand away over your information like he said why do you have that supermarket loyalty card and that chemist loyalty card and I said well he goes you're just selling your information now of course years later we know about data theft and all that but I was like I don't care they're welcome to it if I get a euro off my yeah, cereal I'm he's like okay fine <laughs> bananas like three for two you're mad you idiot <laughs> Here's no, the I offer is for members only <laughs> Yeah. I'm in a gang. Yeah. I'm in a gang. I wasn't in a gang in school. Exactly. I'm in the club I'm car gang. I'm in the super club. <laughs> um, so then that's the ultimate read the room. Fair play to him because like his reading of the room was I don't want to be invited. I don't want to live that life again. I don't want to be invited back to uh, school yeah. reunions again. I'm going to create my new memories with these people here. So I think so the ultimate school reunion was you left for a moment of time post uh, your exams 
And the school reunion was three or four months later when you did your oh no, Debs. Oh, no, no, don't go there. Yeah, but like... Oh, God, the Debs. Yeah, but so... The like, pressure yeah. of the Debs. Buddy. Well, I think the pressure of me in in Debs. I'll tell you my Deb story and then I'll tell you my... Do you still have the fear? All I boys do. school. You yeah, all boys school. God it's just almighty. like that. We all did, had to dance with each other and do... No, but was there huge pressure on you? To, like, were people bringing their sisters with like, you know, put, put your glasses on? Close. So well, the girl I asked to go to my Debs was... Uh, oh, I know you're a Deb years story. Yeah, because I was six, like I was sixteen doing my leaving cert, so I was hanging out with kids who were fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, that kind of age. So, like, I just thought nothing of it. Like that, like, can Fiona come to the Debs? And her dad was going, Are "You fucking mad? She's fourteen. Do you know what happens on a Debs?" But like, even like, you couldn't legally drink. Like uh, we had all, maybe we had mostly t- turned eighteen by for our Debs. All right, yeah, no. So I turned seventeen in the summer. And so it still happened in God. September. And I was part of the organising committee. We earned so much money from that. Uh, I think the day... De- like, yeah, it's were... 25 quid for the bus, lads. 25 <laughs> exactly. quid, yeah. But we did it all. We were Northside lads in Arts Reach, but uh, and we were doing it in... Kalini Castle, I think, at most Debs from the north side. And the thing about the north side lads, but lads, Yo, across the lippy, south side to Kalini. Like, yeah, don't shit in your own doorstep, lads. Go across <laughs> there and make a mockery of it. But I wasn't allowed to bring the the person I wanted to go. But so a mace uh, suggested his cousin. So oh, I remember this she, girl. Like I got bullied. Have we into mentioned her before on the podcast? I'm not sure. Because I remember the uh, yeah, I think the it's taxi ca- and the lap and the point. Yeah, I, I tell it again in case it got cut out. And what happened was was in the back of there were six of us in a. a in Nissan Micra and we drove all the way from the north side uh, Nartain all the way uh, down to Killiney Court and I had a nagging of vodka stuck in my crotch in order to just like <laughs> I was a buy I couldn't afford any like uh, booze in the cl- and you place. were underage and she was sitting on my lap in the back seat so we were the last to get out and so when we pulled up to the door in the Killiney Castle the bouncers are standing there they all get out and everybody was giddy she got off my knee and got out and I didn't realise that I had pins and needles so bad that I, I had numb foot. She'd been squashing you since from the north side. So, oh. And I stood out of the, the car and collapsed on the ground. And they went, he's too drunk. He can't come in. I went, no. And I didn't want to be, I wouldn't be a gentleman going, no, she's too fat sitting on my knee. I, could, I didn't want to say that. I just went like, no, no, pins and needles. We were squashed into the car, please. And all the time I'm thinking, did I smash the vodka the, uh, the nagging that's down the front of my pants and I, I had to kind of do that sobriety sober walk test as the damp to prove patch to the dress spreads down your thigh <laughs> the bo- yeah the bottle was in- intact but the damp patch still spread it was <laughs> it was uh, and so we went that night and not a word of a lie I went in up to the bar and chanced like that lads uh, someone came in and said the Barman is cool. You can order what you like, and they're not checking IDs. I said, "This is great." So myself and herself went up to the bar. <laughs> I said, uh, "Hey, can I have a can I have a pint of Smithix <laughs> yeah. and a glass of Harpet Lime, please?" And of course, there you go, hand in front of me. And she just looked at your, the barman and swapped them. The pint of Smithix was for her, and the glass of Harpet <laughs> Lime was mine. <laughs> Can I just ask, were you asked to a bunch of Debs? I've never been asked to yeah. Debs in my life. All right, I've had this chat before. I'm, I think I my own Debs is that I'm not going to, I'm going to make sure I'm not even here for it so that that's my <laughs> excuse. It was terrible. And I was here for it. I didn't buy a ticket. And then my friend Billy, big shout out Billy, he and we were great pals in school. He rang me about two weeks before and said, look, here's a deal. I bought two tickets. I'm not going out with anybody. I know you're not going. Do you want to come with me as a mate? And I was like, sod it, yeah. I will. And actually, we had really good fun. We had really good fun. I was glad I went in the end. 
But then after that, I was asked to. I went to three more Debs what? with lads. All one I didn't even know well at all. Why'd you go? Because he asked me, and he had tears in his eyes, and he said, <laughs> "Oh my God, Father Amali yet again." <laughs> and he said, "That was one guy." I won't say his name. And he said, it's tomorrow night. Ah, oh, come on. Uh, I knew him vaguely, friend of a friend of a friend. And he said, it's tomorrow night. He went to an all-boys school. It's really tough. And he said, I have no one to go with. And I've told him I'm bringing someone. And I was already one year into university at this point. So that could like, have been me. Of course I will go with Good you. you. But what kind and of wore an amazing dress. Yeah, right. See, I, I had two dresses that my mum had in the 70s. These were really cool, kind go of Beavis-style, gorgeous dresses. And, I, and he said, can I pretend you're my girlfriend? I said, look, here's the deal. I said... If anyone asks, I'll be nebulous. You can imply it. Don't try and oh, snog you're very me. very kind. And he's like, okay, so that's the deal. We'll hold hands walking in. So we hold hands walking in and I draped an arm over his shoulder. He got me a drink. And the lads are like, ah, oh, your man got himself a bird over the summer and she's older. <laughs> and uh, So it was fine. And he was a total gent and he didn't drop nice the hand one. or lob the gob. Um, <laughs> I begged him. But like, <laughs> so but he was a gent. And then nice I went, one. yeah, I went to... Two, yeah, two or three other ones. And they were all lads who went to all boys' schools who were brilliant lads, but who were shitting themselves about going back. Oh, yeah. Those boys' schools, especially the rugby schools, oh, I don't know. But that, yeah, but that's the one up with you. That's the keeping up with the Joneses those. kind of stuff. But then, with, like nowadays, like if you avoid, I think there are people then who set up different type clubs. Like there was a thing for a while called a a, a tweet up out there that you get this random message of invitation <laughs> to. Go to like, and I was no. like, just because no. I'm on Twitter doesn't mean I want to hang out no. with like you know. The reason I hang out on Twitter because it's easier, yeah, and it's easier to go on your marks gazette block. It's also or, virtual, oh. and that's why I'm here because yeah. I don't have to see you face to face. So yeah, and it, so like people now it's like, are we hugging again? I'm glad people are asking because the ones you don't want to hug, he's like, no, no, I'm not hugging yet. I'm but like, but they yet. usually ask mid hug. As I drive towards you, <laughs> are, are we hugging again? again? Right. But yeah, so, no, I wouldn't be. Those tweet yeah. ups are there. It's essentially a sort of like a dating night isn't yeah. it really no it's no. like yeah I, I don't I, so th- I am very time poor and I will not be meeting strangers on Twitter in a pub even if there is a free basket of sausages yeah and I just, there was a time of that there was one journal that I knew that turned up to every single thing going and we used to go get invited when we were doing um, like uh, comedy gigs that's a bit weird no, no, to, oh, hi you know, kids do you know these um, uh, Ligger gigs that were out there and it was kind of yeah. launch of a Poem, launch of an album, oh launch God, of a death. Yeah. And there's the same people time again. And they, there was just this sadness in the room. And you're kind of like, that, like there, there was that. And it was supposed to be this joyous occasion. I've got, love that. We've got a new album. I'm thinking back to the EMI. You are like invited that. to the sadness in the room. RSVP <laughs> exactly, yeah. to paddy at EMI.ie. So the thing about the school reunions is, I've decided that they're actually, comparison is not a good thing. What is to, it? To, it's, what, it's, to, yeah. to yesterday and today, like nowadays. No, I know, like, and what okay. do they say? Like that comparison's a thief of joy and all that, all Ooh. those memes that go around. And it is. But if you go in, if you go with an open mind and realise you don't have to sell yourself like you did when you were 14. That doesn't sound right. I didn't sell myself <laughs> when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively speaking. Okay, well, this is maybe the time then. Okay, shout out. Whoever's organised, because there's no fucking way I'm doing it. If anybody wants to organise a school of 19... We did the millennium years when we did our Leaving Cert, 1988. So, like, if anybody wants to go... (laughs) So... um, Do you know what I found the other day? Yeah, invite me to it. Millennium 50p piece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know what my dad did in the year 2000? Oh, do you better tell people just in case. So the the millennium was uh, Dublin celebrating a thousand years years in 1988. And the thing was, they brought out uh, Millennium 50p coins. They brought out Millennium milk bottles. Do you remember them? I do. They had the crescent milk. And then people made, um, (laughs) what did they call it, make lamps out of them and things like that. Was there anything else in Millennium? Um, 
What did they put the co- was there? the time and the slime? There was that. that yeah. No, no, that was years oh, later. Oh, and I remember because I was queuing up for a Canadian work visa on the street outside um, the the student. What was the student thing? Use it. Use, Use it. it. And I remember a friend saying, because everyone could get the J1s and we were going to Canada and there was a limited number. And we were walking down to check the opening time on Saturday morning. We saw people outside on fucking camping stools. Like, what are you doing here? And they said, oh, we're queuing up for the visas to Canada because there's only 200. And I was like, bollocks. So my friend Al said, she said, right, I'll join the queue now. You go home, get a warm coat. It was February 1996. So that February ninety six. So that was that was the exact night they were putting that clock into Euros the river. In England, and they. Uh, so I went home, got a coat and a couple of black plastic bags to sit on. It was one of those nights where it rained like downpour, and there's no shelter there on Aston Key, I think it is. So I came back and I sat down. And she went. She was living in a flat in town at the time. So she went back to her flat. You know that cold in your bones. And I remember going, "Oh my god!" And after that, I actually, you know, it. You, you, it just sounds so entitled and so privileged but I remember the next day going home to my parents house and getting into a hot bath and I couldn't get warm I thought oh my god imagine a homeless person yeah. going to do that every single night no, and I realised that makes me sound incredibly privileged but I was I never forgot it we were so cold and we were sitting there they were putting that um, time in the slime and it was a countdown clock to the millennium so it went, it went in 1996 it was a four year countdown oh, stop not realising how work. manky it got covered in algae yeah. and stopped working and it was it, oh Jesus it was just but at the weekend people would just lob bottles wheels like, disease just, yeah a, a target practice so I remember that quite specifically didn't they take it out before they did because it, it broke yeah it got so it was called the time in the slime because it got so covered in green algae they did, and it cost millions uh, it, yeah. apparently well done and the thing, do you know what? I kind of feel like school reunions are essentially a show and tell for adults. <laughs> you know, isn't it though? This is what I've done, done with now. the last 10, 20, 30 years. Unless people have stalked you on Facebook. But, but also but remember, there's a, if you so had a gap care- in your CV, that you know, oh. you, get, you can lie to these people and say like, that, oh, I've been an astronaut for all these years and go, yeah. hold on, but like what happened between this year and this what year? What were you doing? Time. <laughs> Literally time. I was in prison. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's... It, people in school will know they'll, they'll probably know where you went to work after school or yeah. if you went to college and they'll know you know there's always somebody who became a dentist or a doctor and has a really impressive career and then someone whose career might be I don't know in, in the public eye or something yeah like that but if you haven't been on Facebook or you haven't been all over LinkedIn it is essentially like a show and tell and you like, do you just bring your CV with you? I know. That, this is what then, I did. Why do you still have your hobbies on your CV? But that's, I look, like, at what age do you take your hobbies off? Do you remember off? that? So I'm thinking, like, we had when a chat about this. did you do your first CV? Um, it, at, at 17. So I, I left school and I went to Colossia Dulig to do uh, um, business studies. And then immediately they teach you how to do a CV and then they just sent you out to all the business in Kulak. By I mean all the business in Kulak, there was Cadbury's and Tato. <laughs> and they were already they were already taken. So it was um so we had to go a little bit further afield and then there was the advent of these um what do you call them um, industrial estates. So I, I sent my C V into a um, a freight company and honestly there was no work there you, you could tell summer jobs I, I painted windows I, I cooked grass for Mrs O'Reilly and I got a D in geography so like you know God. will you hire me but my interests are reading cinema going for walks <laughs> looking looking at the stars I actually had one of my hobbies was looking, <laughs> looking 
they got the stars. I'm like, it's just because you a, had to fill. Dreamer. You had to fill one side right. of an A4, all typed out in kind of Microsoft DOS. And <clears throat> I, my first one was when I was 16 because Barbara, you didn't need um, a CV for you were obviously a school kid. But then I applied for a job, a summer job in a nursing home. Now I was emptying commodes <gasps> and cleaning, so it, my CV wasn't that important really. Um, but your job really was my strong stomach. Oh my god! Important. What a job! To it was a great job for. though. Like you know, it, it was and I. Big fan of old people. Big I, up to the old people. It was well, an important job to do and I did it with the dignity it required. Anyway, but they asked my CV. I remember going home saying, my CV? So I had done my, it was the intracert I did. So I had my intracert results and I was trying to do kind of triple spacing on this page. <laughs> and then again, it was, uh, you know, work experience. Babysitting for this family, babysitting for this family, collecting glasses in this pub. You were breaking down every single day. And then the hobbies. <laughs> yeah, what cinema, were your hobbies? Cinema, walking, listening to music. All right, like, <laughs> it's just adorable. I love entertainment. And, yeah, and then you're leaving certain working. results have gone there. And then there's a lovely feeling when you hit your late twenties and you go, I can take I think I can take my yeah. intercert results off my C V now. Do you know I've what? done enough that was, work. See, that was said to me. I forgot, like, I just when though I just thought of if I was bulking it out because I left it there for ages. So then I had really a quick succession of a bunch of jobs. A freight company, then Bic, Pens, um, who's the other one? Um, then after EMI. But I remember going for a job and I gave the interview. It was a, a recruitment agency. And it was the first time I actually thought I was going for the job itself. But it was a recruitment agent filtering down. It was like, so it was like the pre-producers on uh, X Factor before you meet Simon Cowell. And Why? I went in. Did I tell you the story? No. That I, I went in that um, I think I did. That, that morning. So I was studying accountancy at night in in town. So I'd uh, trying to get a better job studying accountancy at night in town, working out in the freight company out in um, Santry. And I got contact lenses for the first time. I put them in and the person in the contact lens shop said, only wear them for 20 minutes your first time. And then tomorrow night, try them for 40 minutes <laughs> oh, the following no. night, get longer oh, no. and longer. So I went in and it took me half an hour to get them in in the first place. I just couldn't touch my eye. So I arrived at the, uh, <laughs> at the job... <laughs> A job interview and I sat there for the whole interview and I thought it went well couldn't get the contact lenses in so I just I out so I just kept them in for the, the whole interview and I got a phone call from the job they called me in this is for Bic they called me and said uh, we'd like to interview you and he says um, I think I want to offer you the job but like there is a note here from the recruitment agent said um, he kept winking at me during the interview <laughs> And I was like, I was trying to work back to like almost saying, yeah, I can do that. Wink. There's, I'm a hard working lad. Not a problem. Wink. 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 You know yourself. Any, anything they ask me, wink. And so, so your hobbies. But yeah, I got the job. Wink. So that like a little winker got the job. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. You read know. the room, lads. And uh, do you know what? Invite me to uh, invite me to uh, your school reunion. I'll, I'll go back to that. I'll go back to the Colossia Doolig one. I'll go back to the Art School Reach one. I'll go back to the St. Beatrice yeah. one. You are, you're banned from the Kleine Castle though I believe. <laughs> yeah. However many years on. Anyway, Paddy, that's it for this week. I'm off to organise my own reunion with a bottle of vodka. Woo-hoo! A nagging at least. <laughs> Not the one from my. Not the one from your crotch. Okay. No. If you like what you heard except that last bit there, please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell all your friends to check us out too. If you fancy leaving us a review please do that. Hit the old five stars and help us get up the charts. And don't forget, if anyone or anything in your life is in need of our advice or mockery, let us know at readtheroom at goloudnow.com or find me on Twitter at Maya C. Dunphy. Hey! Sorry, what have I done? <laughs> no, you can't. Get your own name, Sorry. Maya. <laughs> I was ahead of myself. <laughs> What's your Twitter? <laughs> I was already thinking of the next, sorry, fuck that. Not that brilliant. Keep, and don't forget. Keep that in. And don't forget, we're always on the hunt. And <laughs> oh, no, keep that. Just give us your Twitter handle. What's oh your Twitter God. handle, Maya? Oh.
My God. It's at Find my... me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy. Yeah, my okay. middle name does begin with C, but it's not on my Twitter yeah. handle. Well, I tell you, I'm I'm at Paddy C. <laughs> Courtney. I'm You're Paddy, trying to nick my what middle name. What does the C stand for this week? Curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. Yeah, so I think my, the next one will be my 30th one. Just say, Paddy, will you drop me to the uh, my 30th reunion, but will you just keep the car running outside? Like, <laughs> I'll send a signal just to get me out of here. Keep the engine running. <laughs>